Okay, welcome to another episode. Um, today I'm really excited to interview Noreen and Jessica from the popular blog Science of Parenthood. Uh, they describe this as a funny illustrated blog um, that is like the Big Bang Theory of Parenting blogs. Better parenting through science and humor and make you lose whatever bladder control you still have left, which for me is not much these days. Um, <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. I'm really excited to talk to you two. Thank you. Happy to be here. I would love it if you guys could give just a little background on on yourself. We started the blog together. What what it what had happened was um, my son had come home from school uh, second grade talking about Newton's laws of force and motion, and I started when he was talking about that. It struck me that um, uh, an object at rest will remain at rest until acted on by an external force. As he was chatting about it, it struck me that that sounded very much like him with the video games. <laughs> so I jotted down, a child at rest will remain at rest until you need your iPad back. And then I posted that on Facebook. And I realized that there were a lot of things that I could um, see uh, happening in in, uh, in parenting that I could filter through a math and a science lens, and I started to write other um, of, of these kind of sciency observations and putting them up on on Facebook. And I was having a good time doing it, and I was uh, I was thinking, you know, these might, if I had enough of them, they could be fun as a book, but they really need some images. And at that point, I called Jessica to um, to illustrate a book. And as we were talking about that whole idea, um, she said it really should be a blog. It's, it's bigger than one book. It should be a blog. It should be Facebook, Twitter, all the things. So in your case, the book came first, and then well, the book idea came first, and then the blog, and then the eventual books. Right, right. And little did we know that that's actually, in terms of publishing, that's the better way to do it. You know, you build an audience first. Right. Then, you know, especially for this type of thing, you know, it's not necessarily the case for for every every sort of book but um yeah if you build the audience first then you have people that are already interested in what you're doing and already like what you're doing that you can then say hey look now we've got a book so you had the idea for this particular book that we're going to talk about in a minute um for the boogie wipes tour um and the science parenthood book but you wound up doing the big book of tweets first how did that come into play <laughs> Jessica was trying to give me a stroke is what is how that came into play. I was in the middle of, of writing um, Science of Parenthood, the, that, that book, and she called me up, like, in the morning yeah. going, I have this great idea, and we need to get it out before Thanksgiving. Yeah. And while um, the, the EMTs were trying to shock me back to life, Jessica was <laughs> already underway. <laughs> It was one of those things, it was one of those lightning bolt moments, you know, and it happened like towards the middle, mid-late October, and I was just like, oh my God, that would be so great, but it needs to be out for Christmas, so we need it out before Thanksgiving. So we called up Kate Hall to see if she would be interested, because she's our, she's our Twitter maven. You know, we're on Twitter, but we're not like super deep into Twitter, like some of these, the guys that are in our book are. So we had her come on board, and she did all the, the tweet wrangling for us because she knew who was really good, and she approached um, she approached them all individually. And, yeah, luckily, I don't, I don't even know. There might have been one or two people who we didn't hear from 
that she approached. But yeah, so we were we were able to get that that one done. That's the beauty of self publishing when you have a real publisher. You don't you don't have that kind of turnaround time. Not for a print book anyway. You might be able to slam out an ebook um, in a couple of weeks, uh, but for an actual print book that people can wrap and give as a gift, um, that's where self publishing really has it over traditional publishing. So your second book then that was because so many people were like, "Wait, I have some funny tweets, or I know some funny people. We want to do this again." Or yeah, well, it was it was six months later, and we knew that there was a lot, you know, there was a lot more out there, and we'd gotten such a great response to the first one. We thought, oh, you know, maybe we should put one out in um, in advance of Mother's Day. So we did that, and that time we actually called for submissions. So the first book had a little over thirty contributors, and the second one had around fifty contributors. Now, are those um, print books or just eBooks? Um, they're print and eBooks. Okay, cool. All right, so then after you, you know, got that out of your system, you were able to <laughs> focus back on your on your big projects, I'm assuming. Um, so I, I'm really curious because uh, my, my partner, Carrie, and I, she's also a blogger, and we have um, released one book together, and we're about to release our second book together. But the time that it takes to put together a blog that's functioning well and a social media campaign – and your book, it's, I, I don't, I have no idea how you ladies have been able to, to grow such a massive following, have such a great blog, and publish your book. So how do you do it? <laughs> we both only have one kid. That helps. <laughs> that does help. <laughs> both work from home. So yeah, yeah. Um, Noreen actually doesn't, she in general doesn't really do anything professionally at this point other than science experiment. She's completely focused on, on that and whatever crazy book projects we come up with. <laughs> And then I do I do work um, I do web design and, and development but I, I do, I'm able to do that from home so and it kind of you know it's sort of all in the same bucket really. Do yeah. we also divide and conquer? I mean the, the the beauty of our partnership and and we we just got incredibly lucky with with this is that we each have a different skill set but they they complement each other so nicely that we don't have to. Um, uh, uh, double our, our efforts. Mm -hmm. um, so Jessica handles um, blog architecture, uh, the overall look of all of our books and our and our website plus Facebook, anything that that's out. If, if you if it if it's something that you look at, Jessica is responsible for the um, for the aesthetic, um, and I am mostly responsible for the the words and uh, and and promotion. and promotion, because I I call on all of my. Uh, contacts from when I was a newspaper and uh, web and magazine writer. So we're able to accomplish a lot because we're both working on different aspects of the great big thing of let's keep our blog going, let's make sure we have um, social media around uh, uh, promoting our content, and then now let's let's do a book. Um, so that's that's largely how we how we do it. Uh, otherwise, I, I don't know how one person could, could do it all. It's a lot. <laughs> um, so with the book, um, can you can you tell everybody a little bit about how the book's laid out? If they're already following your blog, will they expect it to be very similar to the blog? Or if they're brand new to you, can you just give a, a bit of a, a more detailed description on what they'll find in this book? Absolutely. The book itself is like our blog, but bigger, bolder, 
on steroids kind kind of thing. If you're familiar with science of parenthood, um, everything in the book will will feel very familiar to you. But it's 95% new content. There's very little in the book that we actually transferred from from the blog, and there were a handful of images, um, cartoons, cartoons that uh, that we we love so much that we included them in the book. So what I mean by you know people will find it familiar is our style is familiar, our tone is is familiar, um, but it's not like you know we just took everything on the blog and and bound it up in in a in a book. Mm-hmm. Um, so. The way the book is laid out, uh, it's kind of like a super snarky textbook, <laughs> if you will. It's um, uh, divided up into four sections, biology, chemistry, physics, and mathematics. And then within those sections, we have several chapters. Sometimes it's three, sometimes it's four, dealing with um, appropriate subject matter that would tie into uh, that section in, in in chemistry we've got a lot about feeding kids but also about interactions between parents and children uh, other children uh, with with your child and uh, parents with other parents biology is about all of the stuff about baby making but also all that toxic waste stuff that uh, that that you you have to deal with when when you're in the uh, the diaper stage uh, mathematics has to do with um, a lot of the stuff that you have to buy for for kids. Um, supply side uh, economics is one of our favorite chapters. Uh, we also have math word problems. Anybody who's ever you know taken the uh, the SAT will will recognize these ridiculous word problems, and we've just spun them around. We've made them all crazy, and and uh, you think you're going one place, and then you end up someplace else with uh, with like Common Core math. <laughs> exactly. We based it on Common Core. So physics is is all about you know time and travel, and um, it's you know. Plus, we, we've added charts and graphs and, and uh, diagrams and equations, a lot more visual things that uh, we didn't have on the blog. Um, so it's, uh, it's, it's, it's fun. It will feel familiar, but yeah, there's also- a lot in there. There's a lot of uh, written essay mm-hmm. pieces, too. So it's, it's, a, it's a really good balance between um, visual jokes and actual writing. Yes. Yes. I am anxiously awaiting my copy. I I love the blog, and I mean all of the illustrations just resonate, um, just completely resonate with me. I have three kids, and and they're at a stage right now where they're, ooh, driving me bonkers. But <laughs> I was just telling them I was at school volunteering with my kindergartner's class, and I was telling the kindergarten teacher that I'm currently failing third grade. <laughs> I can't, I can't seem to get a hold on all of it. And I was on your blog last night just kind of looking through stuff, and I found some that were just, I mean, fit my situation to a T, so I love it. Um, yeah, I am currently failing fifth grade. <laughs> so you understand completely. Oh, completely. My, my son, the way my son does math uh, today is, is very foreign to me. Baffling. Yeah. So, and I can't understand it, so because I can't understand it, I can't help him, right. you know, I can't explain it to him. I'm sure you probably saw the, uh, you know, the, the math grief cartoon, because that's yeah. pretty recent. <laughs> and that, that thing about, like, deciding to Google it and then realizing you have no way to Google it, that's directly out of my life, trying to do sixth grade math. Something about lowest common denominators, I'm like, oh, my God, I don't even remember what that says. 
<laughs> I just, I don't even know how I'm going to get to sixth grade math. I can't even do, you know, second grade. I thought it was a nightmare. Third grade, I'm just like, I just sit him down at the table and like, do what you can. <laughs> I'll put a note to your teacher that says, I didn't understand your homework, so I couldn't help you. <laughs> they start slipping that algebra in really early. Oh, yes, they do. Absolutely. That's well, I do want to talk to you, uh, uh, unless you have anything else you want to add on the book, um, I do want to talk to you about two other things, a little bit more on the self-publishing and also on your tour. Now, are you two doing a physical book tour as well as your massive blog tour, or is it just a blog tour at this point? No, it's it's a huge physical tour. I thought so. Yeah. How are you doing that? <laughs> And where are you going? We we got we were lucky enough to get sponsorship with Boogie Wipes, okay. and honestly, that's really what's that's really what's paying for for all of the travel, okay. um, because it is it is massive. But yeah, so we're kind of running around all over the place. We started two weeks ago in Cincinnati, which is where uh, Nehemiah, the company that makes Boogie Wipes, is based, and they threw a beautiful launch party for us there, which was amazing. And then from there, we you went to Atlanta. I went to San Francisco. The next weekend, we were both in Augusta. Then you went back to Florida, and I went to Burbank, California. This week, we're here in Denver to do the Denver parties. Next week, I do Kansas City. Right. And then, actually, we go to Augusta. We were in yeah. Austin together. Right. Oh, did I say Augusta? Yeah, you oh. said Augusta. But it's so funny because before Thanksgiving – no, I'm sorry. By, by the end of November, we will have done um, 10 stops on our on our book tour. Uh, and we're continuing really up, uh, up until mid-December. We'll take a break for Christmas. And then we're back on the road um, right after – Right after New Year's. Yeah, it's really filling up. I thought that we'd kind of, you know, not really be doing much until like March or, you know, when spring. But we're starting to fill up in in January. And, yeah, it's it's kind of crazy. (laughs) It's it's fun because we we get to read from the book in front of real people. And that really helps sell the book, as it were. Because, you know, you can – if you're familiar with our stuff, then – yeah, you, you're you're going to know what the the book is about, but you know if if you're brand new to science of parenthood, our reading from the book is very helpful, so you can get a sense of what it is we're actually doing. So people are like, science? Are you guys scientists? And no, we're we're not scientists. So we can't even do our our kids' math homework. But it it presented a very good metaphor for uh, for all the parenting snafus that we experience because scientists are stumbling around in the dark all the time, you know, looking for answers as well. And if, if that's not a metaphor for parenthood, I don't know what is. Exactly. I am. Um, uh, I just have so many questions on how you even managed to get your sponsorship. How, how did that all come about? And is that, again, through your connections that you had from being in, in media before, how did you go about for – so right now, you know, it's really popular for bloggers to be putting together books and doing anthologies and all that kind of stuff. So I am sure I am not the only one who is really curious about how you landed such a big sponsor and were able to put together such such a tour. Jessica is a wizard. That's the secret. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The rest of us are screwed. <laughs> when we were in, um, I think we were together in June for Blog U, and, um, you know, we already had this plan to have, like, this 25-city tour. Um, we didn't want to do bookstores because that can get a little dry and boring and you have to deal with, you know, whatever their situation is. So we decided we wanted to do house parties and just basically get – 
all of our friends all over the country to host these house parties for us, which has been amazing because then it's like a fun girls night out. You know, everybody brings their own friends. So it's not like when you're a writer and you're basically talking just to your audience and you're saying, hey, come see us. This is more like our friends are saying, hey, we've got I've got this friend who's an author. She's got this great book. Come on over. We're going to do this thing. And so once I realized that we were going to 25 plus cities and basically hanging out with a very specific demographic of moms um, in a certain age range, uh, I was thinking, God, you know, I think that there are probably some some brands out there who would love to get in front of those people. Mm-hmm. And so I um, I put together a pitch deck and I approached a couple of the bloggers that I knew worked with brands just to see, what do you think of this? Am I crazy? Is this a crazy idea? And so one of the people that I had given it to was Anna Luther from MyLifeInKids.com. And she's like a total Pinterest maven. And she's been working with brands for quite a while. And um, Serendipity, the company Boogie Wipes that she was working for, was looking to do some sort of like house party model. They knew that they had a great product. Their brand recognition is amazing. The people who try it love it. It's just a matter of getting people to try it. So how do you get your product directly into the hands of people all over the country? So because we, you know, had planned to do these goodie bags, you know, it was kind of like part of our sell for getting people to, to host parties for us. It's like, we'll, we'll bring presents. Right. <laughs> Please let us go. <laughs> so, you know, we had the opportunity to say, hey, you can put your, your products in the goodie bags and, you know, we'll be promoting you throughout this whole you know, long, like nine months, uh, um, whatever you call it, promotion. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, so honestly, we were incredibly lucky that they were already kind of thinking along those lines and that the timing worked out really well and that they had the types of products that they would want to distribute. To the people that we were going to be visiting. Exactly. Was, was exactly. The, the key. And honestly, Justin and I didn't realize how incredibly fortunate we were to be partnering with uh, with Boogie Wipes until we went to Cincinnati to meet them. We had never met them before. It was all very much um, email back and forth with contracts, and and we were you know over the moon that they were going to fill our goodie bags and they were giving us money to travel, and we just thought that was absolutely fantastic. <laughs> then we went to meet with them, and they walked us through their manufacturing facility. And they showed a video at our party demonstrating what their mission is and, and uh, you know, for the, for the work that, that they do. And not only do these guys put together a wonderful product that's, that's you know, a mom essential as, as, far as, as far as we're concerned. If you're heading into cold and flu season, the boogie wipes thing, you know, should really be in your diaper bag because um, they're soft and they don't make little kids' noses sore. But when we were walking through the, um, uh, the manufacturing plant, we realized that they're all about creating jobs in, in Cincinnati. Yeah, they're very supportive of the local community and, you know, second chance type approach to employment. It's, um, it's, it's inspiring. We're really, we're really excited to be able to work with them. Yeah, their, their workforce is, um, is a certain percentage. I, I don't have the number right off the top of my head, but um, they partner with a gospel mission across the street from them. Um, a good percentage of their workforce um, has come out of prison 
or um, they have uh, uh, recovery, like substance abuse, um, you know, issues, and they're giving these people a second shot at getting back on their on their feet. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are thrilled that not only are we, we working with a company that has great stuff, but they're doing good in the world. So we're, we consider ourselves very lucky. So I, I love that. I love the fact that, um, that first of all, they're smart enough to realize um, that whole person-to-person, word-of-mouth, um, touch-feel, whatever you want to call it, marketing, um, to, to get you and their product out and ha- have you guys do that for them as you market your own product. But also um, a lot of my blogging is about social good and um, giving back and and I had no idea that they had such a strong mission like that. So I really, I love to hear about big companies making a big impact in their community. So that's that's fantastic. That makes me even happier to promote the Boogie Wipes tour. <laughs> um, but um, so now, are you two local to each other, or did you meet online? And how how did that play out? Or are you, were you friends already? We we met. Um, gosh, in 2000, I think something like that. (laughs) Our memories are slipping in our old age. (laughs) We've Um, only got so much room in our heads for things. (laughs) We're just (laughs) for today. (laughs) We we met in in Vegas. We were we were both uh, uh, working for the same media company. Jessica was uh, uh, working for Vegas.com, and I was a contributor to the uh, the the City Magazine uh, put out by Greenspun Media. And we were at a party um, put put together over the holidays by somebody else who was in in media. And eventually, uh, we we found ourselves talking. We realized we were both from back east, and our husbands were both kind of geeks. And (laughs) we didn't have have kids uh, at at that point, so we just started hanging out and, um, you know, became friends. Jess was at, uh, at my wedding. I was at her baby shower. Um, then we both left Vegas, and around about that time, uh, it became uh, the thing for writers to have professional websites so that um, if anybody wanted to see your writing samples, you could just direct them through your website. You would have links, and they could look at you know the things you had done before. So Jessica set that up for me, so I knew that she, she knew her way around a, a website, and she set up my first blog for me where I was writing essays. Uh, so, you know, it when it came time for me to think about, um, you know, I wanted to do a gift book around this idea of science as a metaphor for, for parenthood, but I knew I needed images. It was a, a no-brainer to call to call Jess and say, hey, do you want to partner on this? Now, what I didn't realize was that Jessica was not as enthusiastic <laughs> as I was. <laughs> now, she, she, I mean, this all happened over the course of a conversation. It started out with her pitching me this idea and as she's talking about it, I can sense that there isn't act. She's not actually going to be able to pay me for all of this work. <laughs> and so, just a little favor. Okay. I know. I know. <laughs> so this what one and a half hour conversation. Somehow she managed to hook me, and before long, I once I started to be able to see it in my head, like see some of the cartoons, it was all over. I was, I was done. I was done for. <laughs> I roofied her with she cartoons. Did. She, did. she did. So we actually had like the, the URL and the Facebook and the Twitter handles locked down before we got off the phone. Yep. Wow. 
Yeah. We move fast. <laughs> oh, that's very inspirational or intimidating. I'm not sure which one of those, but <laughs> crazy is fine. Crazy you know, is fine. Crazy. Okay, we'll we'll go with crazy. <laughs> yeah, we from that conversation, it was uh, two weeks later. We we posted our first uh, cartoon on on Facebook, and a week later, we unveiled the blog. So, you know, yeah, I gave was, myself a little bit of leeway. I. I <laughs> Told myself if I could if I could come up with ten cartoons, then I knew I could I could do it, you know, because I really hadn't done any kind of cartooning before. Yeah, well, they're incredible. You look like you've been doing it forever. So <laughs> it feels that way now. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jessica's also cartoon royalty. Um, her dad is a New Yorker cartoonist, and he has been for like forty odd years, and he's he's one of the more popular, the most popular uh, cartoonists at the at the New Yorker. So I, I think this is a bit in her DNA. Oh, it sounds like it. So that's really neat. Um, well, I do want to talk a little bit about the self-publishing aspect um, because that's a topic of interest to me as a self-published author myself. Um, sure. So I'm wondering, like, uh, you have this idea for the book. Did you look at your options for um, going traditional or did you always just know, hey, we want to do this on our t-? I know on the first one you wanted to put it out in a, super fast time crunch so you just went that way um was there any uh, now is your third one still self-published or did you go with a, a traditional publishing for the big book we were with a um a, a hybrid publisher she okay. writes press and there's there's a there's an interesting story behind that she writes press is uh, founded on the the principle that uh, uh women that Promoting women's books, getting women's books to market that should be out in the world, but whose authors may not have um, the kind of platform to attract one of the the big five uh, uh, publishers in New York. Originally, we had an agent, and this agent came to us about two months after we had been uh, putting the blog out. And she said she loved the the concept. She wanted to um, to, to pitch a book, and we were over the moon about that. Um, although we didn't really know exactly what the book was going to to look like. In the meantime, we we were thrilled. We thought this was you know this was our dream, and we put together a book proposal, and she sent it out everywhere, and it was universally rejected. Wow. <laughs> so. Which makes sense, really, when you think about it. I mean, we were so new, we had maybe like 200 Facebook fans at that point. That's that's just not enough of a full package to attract a, a, a big publisher for, for, you know, a relatively unknown right. kind of thing. And it turned out to really be a blessing in disguise because um, our agent had so thoroughly saturated the market with our book proposal that even if we had wanted to take another run at traditional book publishing, every New York editor had turned it down already, so they weren't going to to, to publish it. So we were left with um, the option of uh, producing it ourselves, which we could have easily done, or to work with She Writes Press, um, and that was more attractive to us because with She Writes Press comes bookstore distribution. And we had an enormous amount of control over over our book. Um, and that was also uh, another another thing that, uh, that attracted us. But, you know, many self-publishing operations can't get your book into Barnes & Noble uh, or the, the other specialty stores. And She Writes Press has a deal with Ingram Distribution, which is the largest book distributor in the country. And that's what we were after um, right. with publishing through 
through She Writes Press. Yeah, there's just no way if you're if you're purely self-publishing, like on CreateSpace, of getting your books into Barnes and Noble physical stores, right, or whatever physical stores. I mean, you can kind of approach your local booksellers, and they're going to be pissed off that you're using anything Amazon related anyway. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, sometimes they'll take it on. Assignments, so you know you kind of have to give it to them, and you're not making any money until maybe they sell it, and then you only get a percentage. Yeah, it's 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 uh it's you know things are definitely changing, but it's it's slow, you know, yeah. it's slow. The other thing that was was nice about uh, she writes press is um and more attractive than say traditional was that uh, we were going to want to hold on to our merchandising rights um, because we have a vision of creating a vertical company where not only will we be publishing books, but um, putting out uh, other products with our images on them. And we wanted to hold on to those, to those rights. We wanted to hold on to our ebook rights and we wanted to hold on to our copyright, which if you publish with one of the big New York publishers, they own your book now. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And that's the way it's always, it's always been, Uh, you know, they give you um, an advance and they have bought your book, which means you are the author, but you're no longer the owner. Um, but we own Science of Parenthood. Our book is ours, and we can do what we like with it. We like that kind of um, creative control yeah. and ownership. Yeah, well, that's one of the biggest advantages to self-publishing. So it's good to know that there are hybrids out there who still allow you to to um, to maintain kind of the the things that that authors and writers are most concerned about, rights, copyrights, all that kind of stuff. So that's great. And She Writes Press has a, a very fine reputation for producing high-quality books, yeah, um, yeah. pretty to look at, but also really wonderful to read. They they bring they they bring a team of of people who came out of you know traditional publishing uh, to to work on the on the books. Uh, our She Writes Press authors who've come before us, they win all kinds of awards. Um, there are a number of uh, people, a number of authors in our fall group, the fall 2015 group, who've been finalists for USA Book Awards. And, um, you know, She Writes Press has, has a very fine reputation. So that's, uh, that, that's also a, a big attractor for us. That's great. Um, well, I'm really excited about this book. I'm excited to be part of your um, of your tour, and um, I'll link all of this stuff um, up on the blog notes um, with the podcast. Is it available anywhere? Uh, um, you said it's in Barnes and Noble, so is it pretty much available everywhere for sale? Yeah, yes, it's on Amazon. You know, I don't know if every single Barnes and Noble has it. I mean, you know, for sure you'll be able to get it online. And then if if you want signed copies, you can go and order those through our website at yeah. scienceofparenthood.com. Nice. Okay, signed copies through the website. Right. You can't miss it. It's right on the homepage. There's a great big. <laughs> I button. saw that your big block that says. Press <laughs> <Right> here. <laughs> Well, so, thank you so much. Um, is there anything else that you'd like to share with us as far as uh, things that people can do if they want to? Are you still um, engaging with people who want to participate in the tour, or where are you going to be next, or anything like that? 
Yes, we're we are always looking for people who are interested in in uh, hosting a, an event for us. Um, so yes, if anybody is interested, we'd we'd love to to talk with them about um, you know doing something in their living room or you know, another another venue in their area. And um, yeah, there's a there's a spot on our site called Book Tour, and in there you can see the write ups from all the different locations that we've gone to. Sort of as we as we do them, you know, about a, a week behind, we're we're doing a, a post for each one. And it's like a travel log. It is, yeah, it's fun. It's fun. We're having a like good time. Like our digital scrapbook. Yes, that's it exactly. That's it exactly. And we've been uh, uh, experimenting with Periscope um, yes. to, to do short videos. And it's, it's you know, I'm, I'm definitely made for print. Um, <laughs> this is showing me that, that I made the right choice by going into print, not broadcast. I, I, I agree with you. Periscope scares me. I've tried to do it a few times, and it hasn't been pretty. So... <laughs> Well, thank you both. I'm glad I was able to catch you together, and um, and I'm never get to do it together. Yeah, and um, I can't wait to see uh, where all this goes. Thanks Thanks. so much, Alexa. It's been a pleasure. Thanks.